So what are you afraid of? Spiders in the bath? I'm afraid of the dark? Maybe sometimes. Are you afraid or worried by things at school or work? Often our fears are more of a worry, aren't they? About our job, our security, our health, or someone else is close to us. Or we all get worried and frightened sometimes. And the Bible has a lot to say about our fears and things we're worried about. In fact, very often when God spoke to people in the Bible, the very first things he said was, don't be afraid. For example, when God appeared to Isaac in Genesis, don't be afraid. In the Christmas story, when God appeared to Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, fear not, he said. And when the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary, again in the Christmas story, don't be afraid, Mary. In fact, a friend once told me there are apparently 365 places in the Bible where God says, do not fear, don't be afraid, or do not worry. Or if you like, there's one, don't be afraid, for every day of the year. So one thing we can be certain of, we know that other people in the Bible, some of them great heroic men and women, did occasionally get frightened or worried. So it's okay to be afraid. It's not weak, it's not a failure. On the contrary, it's very, very normal. But you know, God doesn't want us to be afraid. He wants us to use him as our weapons against fear or worry. You see, through the Old Testament, Isaiah, God says to us, don't be afraid, for I have redeemed you. I've called you by your name, and you're mine. I'll say it again. Don't be afraid, for I have redeemed you. I've called you by your name, and you're mine. But how do you do that? It's easy to say, don't be afraid. But how do we not be afraid? Well, I heard this explanation once. Imagine, if you will, a young child, a little girl, could be a little boy, but let's say a little girl, running fast down a hill, holding on to her daddy's hand. She's quite young, maybe four or five or six, running fast and holding her daddy's hand tight. Maybe you can remember doing that yourself with your own mum or dad. I can remember doing it probably too many times with my girls. Now, dad's got big striding legs and he can stride down the hill very well. But the little girl has got short, tiny legs and her little legs are going backwards and forwards ten to the dozen and the hill's getting steeper. Now her legs are going really fast. As we run further down the hill, together, hand in hand, little girl realises something. I can't run this fast. So what does she do? She stops concentrating on running fast and she concentrates instead on holding on tight to her dad's hand. She knows, if only I can hold on to my daddy's hand, I'll be safe. Sounds good. But then she realises something else, very quickly actually. She realises she can't hold on. Everything's happening too fast, the hill's too steep, the ground is too bumpy, it's all too scary, she can't hold on. But then she realises the important thing. Something very simple, and yet something quite extraordinary. It doesn't actually matter that she can't hold on to her dad's hand, because guess what? Her dad's holding on to her. His hand is strong, his grip is firm, he won't let go, she can rely on him. So that's what she does. She puts all her faith in him and she looks up into his face and enjoys the ride. You see, God's ability to hold on to you, to keep you, has nothing to do, nothing to do with your ability to hold on to him. Sometimes it's easy to forget 
that God really can look after us, watch over us and hold on to us. Many of us have had times when we've been to dark, dark places in our lives where everything has failed us. I know I have. I remember as a young man getting so distraught with things that were happening in my life and so ashamed of my life that at one time I determined to give up this Christianity. And I told God, I said, my faith is finished. I want to stop being a Christian. And almost as plainly as you can hear me today, I heard God say to me, you may let go of me, but I'll never let go of you. Life's problems won't go away just like that. I know that, and I'm struggling with issues like many of you. But somehow those words have now become part of me. I know he just will never let go of me, whatever I do. Sometimes it's just easy to forget, isn't it, what a great big God we have. He's bigger than the thing we're frightened of, bigger than the thing we're worried about. But the thing we have to learn to do is to find ways to focus on him rather than the problem. Seven point seven.